0: good monday everyone i trust that you had a good weekend and that you are ready to face a new week well today we're going to begin a new area of study we're going to talk about the purpose that god has for our lives now in our church we're engaged in a program called 40 days of purpose where we're studying rick warren's book the purpose driven life and we are reading one chapter a day in fact if you're up to date You should be reading chapter 30 today, and we are meeting in small groups during the week to discuss and discover the implications of the truth that we are learning in our lives. Now on the Sunday since we began, I have been covering the purposes that God has for our life in our messages, and I thought it would be good for the benefit of those who have not been able to come out to our Sunday services to hear these truths presented. In fact, you can get the book, The Purpose Driven Life, and follow along, even if you weren't part of our 40 Days of Purpose, you can pick up Rick Warren's book, and you can start reading it and benefit by the talks that we will be giving over these next number of weeks on the radio. So, that's what we're going to do over the next little while. Look at the five purposes that God has for our life. Well, let's go back to the beginning and let's look at life's three greatest questions. There's the question of existence why am I alive? Then there is the question of significance does my life matter? And third, there is the question of intention what is my purpose? Now, these three questions really are the three greatest questions in life. And I think we've all thought about them from time to time. We may not have been able to articulate them just as straightforwardly as I did. But they percolate under the surface of our consciousness. And we wonder, what am I here? What, what is life all about? And what is my purpose in all of this? Well, we're not the first one to consider this first question of, why am I alive? I mean, it's not a new question. The prophet Jeremiah asked it long ago in some of his writings. In chapter 20 and verse 18, he asks, Why was I born? Was it only to have trouble and sorrow? To end my life in distress? I think we've all sort of felt that way when we go through difficult times. In fact, Jeremiah was called the weeping prophet. And he may have been prone to look at this side of life. of Was I born just to have problems? Was I... Was I put on this earth just to to have heartache, grief, and stress? Author Ashley Brilliant says, My life is a superb cast, but I can't figure out the plot. And that's how we are many times. We see what's all around us. We see our place in life, but we really can't figure out the plot. What's it all about? Well, a guy named Dr. Hugh Moorhead, who is chairman of the Department of Philosophy at Northeastern University, He once wrote to 250 well-known philosophers and scientists and writers and intellectuals of the world, and he asked them this question, what is the purpose of life? And his intention was, when he received all their responses, that he would publish a book, and he did. But if you really wanted to get the answer to this question, what is the purpose of life? The book is very disappointing and sort of discouraging. Because some of these scholars and experts wrote back and said, I don't know, but I'll I'll give you my best guess. Some admitted that they would have to make up a purpose in life. And others said they really had no idea what the purpose of life was. And if Dr. Moorhead knew, would he please let them know? You know, Carl Jung, the famous psychiatrist, said, I don't know the meaning, the purpose of life, but it looks as if something were meant by it. You know, and I think that's how we all sort of feel. I, I don't know what it is, but but boy, there, but there's got to be a purpose for this. Now, on the other side, Isaac Asimov wrote, and he said, As far as I can see, there is no purpose. And I love Joseph Taylor's response. I have no answers to the meaning of life, and I no longer want to search for any. You know, I think sometimes we just get frustrated in this whole sense of, What is the purpose of life? Is there an answer? Is there a place that we can find out what life is all about? You know, finding an answer to this question, why am I alive, can can cause us to chuckle. But you know, really, it's a serious, serious question. Do you know the second highest killer of teenage students is suicide? And a lot of them are taking their life because... They just really see no purpose of life. They, they get under a little bit of pressure or they go through some kind of disappointment and they feel like, well, I'm just going to check out. There's no purpose. There's no God. I'm just here by chance. And so I'm just going to end it. I'm just going to go into oblivion. So this has become a real problem. Sadly, they're not going to oblivion. There is a God. There is a purpose for our life. But if you take God out of the equation then I tell you, we're just left to our own means to try to answer this question, what am I here for? Well, what are some of the approaches that people take, the the views that people have used to try to figure out on their own the purpose of life? Well, number one is the mystical approach. The answer is inside of you. It's just sort of there, and you just have to discover it. It'll just become known to you. You know, I went to university in the early 70s, and... And the big thing then was find yourself. And I don't know why, but a lot of them thought that they could find themselves in Europe. And they would take a year off school and go and tromp around Europe and trying to find themselves, trying to find the meaning of life. But you know, none of them, when they came back, were able to tell me what it was. They hadn't found the purpose of life. Listen, it's not going to Europe, it's not looking within or talking to other people that are searching. I mean, all you have to do is turn on the television and listen to the different kinds of talk shows where they have mixed up people, espouse their meaning of life and how to solve their problems, and there's the Jerry Springer shows and so forth. I tell you, you just sort of shake your head and you say, I can't believe that people really believe that, that the things that they're saying, they really live their life by. Listen, left to our own devices, left to just talking among ourselves, is not the answer. It just screws our life up worse than it's ever been. No, it's not in going away and climbing a mountain and trying to meditate to find out the meaning of life. You're not going to find it that way. So what are some of the other approaches? The second approach is a philosophical approach. Then this approach is the naturalist view. The purpose of life is just stay alive. In other words, just live as long as you can. The naturalist says, The purpose of life is just to perpetuate itself. In other words, we're just here for biological reasons. You know, we see this expressed in modern culture. The rap artist Ice-T wrote, the only reason we're here is to reproduce. Just chill out and reproduce. Keep the species alive. I mean, is that what it's all about? Is that the only reason there is to be, is just to perpetuate the human race? I mean, will that get you out of bed in the morning and really get you excited? Well, I don't know. As someone said, it might make you want to get back into bed. I don't know. But it is not something that grips us and satisfies us to know that this is what the meaning of life is all about. And that leads us to the hedonist view. That the purpose of life is just pleasure. Just have fun. Party hard. But you know, that's such a dead end. Just living for pleasure. Just sating ourselves. You know, the more that you indulge yourself, the less satisfied we are. I mean, have you ever gone to the fridge and opened the door and looked in and said, "Ah, oh, what do I want? Oh, it looks like there's some turkey there. And oh, there's some ham. Or, oh, I don't know whether I want that. And so you, so you close the door and then you go over to the pantry and you open up and you go You say, "Ah, oh, you know, there's some donuts there. Or there's some cookies or some pie. Oh, I don't know what I want. You know, like, why is that the case? It's because we've indulged ourselves all day. We've snacked all day long. I mean, we've never experienced hunger because before we get hungry, we go and fill our face. It takes away hunger. It takes away the sense of satisfaction. You know, I've told people, if you really want to enjoy food, just fast for a few days. I remember the first time I fasted more than one day. I couldn't believe how desirable food was. And the faintest little whiff of food would cause me to salivate. I mean, it's just incredible how desirable food is when you're not eating it. So the answer of life is not just fill yourself with everything you can, indulge every desire that you have because it is most unsatisfying when we do that. And then the materialist says, Life is all about the acquisition of things. Your life is measured by the things you own. You know, I think many of us have adopted this theory that the one who dies with the most toys wins. And yet, when you read and talk to people that have gained great wealth and they have a lot of things, they say, that doesn't satisfy. That's not something that's fulfilling. Now, if you don't have things, you think it would be. And so we pursue it with all of our might. But... But it doesn't satisfy. You know, the one who dies with the most toys doesn't really win. Because he still dies. There's something more to life than this. So you can try the mystical approach, the philosophical approach. And then there's the self-help approach. You know, the last time I was in a bookstore, I was amazed at how large the self-help section had become. I mean, you'll find hundreds of books telling you how to find the purpose of life. You know, and they all basically say the same thing. They say you have to invent your purpose. Discover your dream. Go after your goals. Have some ambitions. Dream big dreams. Aim high. Believe you can achieve. Have faith. Figure out what you're good at. Never give up. Involve other people. Now, all of this is good advice, and much of it comes from the Bible. But they all have one major flaw. It starts with the wrong premise. It starts by asking you, find your dream. Discover what you want to do. And that's where we have the problem. We don't know what the purpose of our life is. And many times we can put lots of time and effort into achieving success and applying these principles of excess. And when it's all done, we still feel unfulfilled. We still feel unsatisfied. But I tell you, there is one who has a purpose for our life. God has designed us. He has put us on earth for a purpose. So we need to turn to Him to find what that purpose is. Well, that's what we're going to explore in the days to come. Our time is gone for today, but we'll be back tomorrow. I'm Ken Miles. Bye for now. Life in Balance is a ministry of KW Christian Fellowship. We are located at 1000 Bleams Road in Kitchener. We would love to have you join us this Sunday for one of our services. The times are 9.30 and 11.30.